Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vegan Looking Good. Bit of a change this time. I'm actually out and about. I'm in my truck, I'm at work, and I'm just waiting for my load to turn up from wherever it's coming from. So currently I'm in Dunstable, uh, around the Woodside Estate. Some of you probably know it. And for lunch, because my lunchtime is a bit off, it's... What is the time? It's seven o'clock and it's just my lunchtime. That's what you get for being a night driver. But for lunch, I had a beautiful chickpea tuna salad. Absolutely amazing. Very easy recipe to follow. But saying that, also tofu egg and cress. Another good recipe, another easy one to follow. If you'd like to get the recipe and instructions for these, you can go to my partner's Instagram page. That's Junk Food Vegan UK on Instagram. And you can look it up on there. I have been trying to vary the kinds of food I eat. Because you know you get stuck in that rut where you're so used to having one thing that you're frightened of change. So you just constantly have that one thing. Doesn't it get boring? So I decided to try and get rid of the unhealthy takeaways and try for something a little bit different. So uh, where I live in Shropshire, there's two takeaways that I could recommend if you are from the Shropshire area. That's Fitbox. Uh, they do a wonderful hummus burger no it's not it's falafel and hummus burger which is absolutely gorgeous and hokey pokey and they do some absolutely amazing salads these people do like magical things with salads and they get delivered to your door in absolute pristine condition lovely box it comes in which you can see on my instagram which is vegan licking good all one word but it's been great having to experiment with new new foods it's it's just nice it's a change and then you suddenly find out you like things that you never knew you liked before have you had a journey with new different types of food have you tried new things lately let me know send me an email vegan licking good uk at gmail.com but it's been great looking at all the the stuff that's coming out you know i've got uh, kfc is now advertising that they've got their vegan burger back and it seems like the plant-based foods is taking off quite a bit but i'll be able to do more of an in-depth thing because well, I'm going off to the supermarket this weekend obviously I've got to buy my supplies for work and I'll make a note of a few well try to make a note of a few new things that have come out and I shall let you know in due course but as for the rest of the day I've got a nice long drive ahead of me I'm going to be finishing my shift in Carlisle right up by the Scottish border and tonight I'm just going to have a light dinner tonight I think 
couple of rolls, baps, balms, whatever you want to call them. Uh, with some salad and vegan chicken roll. You know, the chicken slices, vegan chicken slices from Quorn. And that shall probably be my dinner for tonight because I'm stuffed on a whole tub of chickpea tuna and salad. But that's because I don't know when to stop eating. I think the downside to being a truck driver or somebody who works away from home all the time is the limited access you have to the foods that you need. Uh, being a truck driver myself, uh, the services, unless you have the right services, don't hold much selection. I know I bring a, a, quite a bit of food with me, but there's always a time where I just won't have a chance or an opportunity to make myself something halfway through the day. So services tend to be your best friend. But it is difficult, especially when you're halfway up a motorway. I might be halfway between Essex and Scotland and the only place I've got to stop is services. So unless I find um, maybe a services with a Marks and Spencers, um, it's, it's difficult to, to actually find a services that has things that I can eat. Shell services are pretty normally good. Um, or normally pretty good. Either way. But it's just, it's just finding the right places, I guess. Are you a vegan that's on the road? Do you travel a lot? How do you cope? Let me know. Email is in the description. I suppose I created this podcast as a way of maybe passing the time. Uh, maybe a way of helping others. Transitioning to veganism can be difficult if you don't do it in the right way. I always think slow and gradual is the right way to be. I mean, I'd never put anybody down for their diet. I'd never say to somebody, how could you eat that? How could you eat this? And I don't expect anybody to do it to me. I mean, I don't rub my lifestyle into people's faces and I don't expect people to rub theirs into mine. But I did create this podcast just to be a bit more helpful, I suppose. There are more and more people turning to uh, vegetarianism and veganism and it's the community that's going to be there to help them in that transition. I think the big mistake that most people make is trying to go cold turkey straight out, go and do it all and immediately call themselves vegan. It's more or less impossible to do that simply due to the fact that it's easy to give up, too easy. Whereas if you do it slowly, you're more likely to have success. Speaking of transitioning and maybe not, um, listening to a few of the documentaries uh, that I've listened to, uh, including Cowspiracy, which was a fantastic documentary, they say that the, uh, the dairy and agricultural industries are not sustainable. But there is another argument to that, which I've just been thinking about, to be fair. 
the more of us that go plant-based, um, vegan, whatever, does that then mean that the dairy industry is going to become more sustainable because there's less people to use it? Maybe that might be a future excuse for them not to cut it back. If half the planet went and became vegan, so that would be like three and a half billion people, would the meat and dairy industry become sustainable? As cruel as it is, would it become sustainable? I don't know. What do you think? I suppose the upside to farming for food is it doesn't all have to be done at ground level. You can farm uh, growing foods in warehouses. So what's to stop someone building a big warehouse or a rotary warehouse on several levels so where you'd have one field full of food you could have ten fields full of food but they're just stacked on top of each other that would certainly save a lot of space and that's something unfortunately you can't do with say cows or pigs because of standard of living it's, it's cruel and, and unnecessary to keep them locked up 24 hours a day. It's just not right. Besides, if we used to do it that way, you'd soon have environmentalists complaining about these buildings popping up everywhere. They say the same that happened with the wind farms because they developed the wind farms. It's a cleaner energy and then you had people complaining that they were unsightly and now they're just popping up everywhere and you don't hear half of the complaints about them anymore it's worth thinking about so have you got any stories for me send them over to me my email is in the description below i'd be more than happy to read out your email in the podcast if I have enough of them, you'll please have to excuse me if I don't read them all. Anyway, the driver that's bringing my load should be needy here. So I shall let you go for now. And from me, parked up in Dunstable, good night, stay safe, and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now.